This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Jody Vance in for Simi this week. And you know what? Uh, let's talk about how particularly Vancouver might improve its snow response plan. I don't know about you, but did you notice how we seem to struggle in sort of the downtown core, the city of Vancouver, where on the other side of Boundary Road in Burnaby, clear roads. You know, obviously there were some issues on Highway 1, um, the closure out there, bridges were a nightmare. There was a lot of issue with response, but particularly in Vancouver, there was some, well, let's just call it significant frustration when Park Board uh, Commissioner uh, Tricia Barker took a photo of a bike lane that had been plowed clear and the pedestrian walkway that was parallel to that bike lane was not cleared. Stuff like that got people really riled up yesterday. I'm cruising through Twitter and I'm looking at all of the stories surrounded and people wondering why bike lanes over sidewalks and why businesses aren't shoveling where they should and yet if you live in a home and you don't have your sidewalk shoveled by 10 a.m., you could be ticketed. There's a lot of moving parts to what we've experienced over the last number of days in a deep freeze, still sitting at zero degrees and lots of snow and little cells and pockets of more snow to come and then rain by the weekend. It's going to get messy. So let's talk about what we've learned and sort of where we go from here as a city. Vancouver Councillor Sarah Kirby-Young tweeted about a motion coming forward to council that will look at opportunities to improve the city's response to snowfall. And Sarah Kirby-Young joins us on the line right now. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Jody. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. How, how did you weather the storms? Um, well, I, I took the advice, the sage advice, and tried to stay off the roads if uh, if I didn't have somewhere that I had to be and left that to the first responders and the nurses and people that, you know, we really need to get to work. So um, I think that helps. And, you know, I tried trudging around a little bit, but it's not easy to get out and about in this weather. I think everybody's experienced that. Yeah, and taking care of our neighbours is a big piece. We've had a lot of snow angel stories of people just helping out, maybe the elderly person down the road or someone that they know has a disability and might be incapable of navigating the snow. There are a lot of real positives that have come out of this, but also certainly, Sarah, you would agree that there have been some negatives in terms of people feeling that the city's response was lesser than. Well, I I mean, a couple of things before we sort of jump into where I I think the gap is and where I want to go is that we had an extraordinary storm. Um, You know, they're calling it the BC storm, and we don't see this kind of weather. Um, We will see more of it, uh, I think, with uh, some of the changes that are coming from a climate perspective. But it really was extraordinary circumstances. And I know that our city crews have been out working around the clock. So I do want to acknowledge that. And I think that that's, you know, the fact it's an extraordinary situation um, and the fact that our crews are working hard is really important. I think where the gap is, is they're following a snow response protocol that the city has. And that protocol really puts priority onto main arterial roads and the 15 most used bike routes. And it doesn't put the same priority on pedestrians. And so my argument is, let's look at all active modes, not just bike and transit. And I think that's the gap that we have. And I do want to uh, reiterate and echo what you're saying about the crews that are out working hard, because we do see the city crews out there. It's just it feels there aren't enough of them. There aren't enough plows or sanding trucks or salting trucks or what have you. Um, Where other jurisdictions seem to have sort of said, you know what, spend whatever is needed in this extraordinary situation, in this storm situation. Are we sticking to our budget in the city of Vancouver, even though it was an exponentially more, um, a greater storm than we have seen in years past? 
Well, we always have a contingency for snow, and my argument is we need to make sure we always have enough for basic services, like the, the key things that the city is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, in order, that was actually cut um, in this year's budget, and so council actually just uh, took a decision that was an amendment brought by Councillor Carr to reduce the snow contingency budget, and then lo and behold, we have a snowfall, which is why that's my, been my argument all along, is that we need to make sure that we've got enough resources for what I call those basic services. But I want to touch on what you said about equipment. The city's got 100 pieces of snow clearing equipment. And part of what my motion asked for is to look at bringing on new equipment that's targeted specifically for sidewalks. Because you've seen from some of the snow advisories that it's it's not a shortage of staff. We actually have hundreds of staff out there um, on this response. And they've been redeployed from sanitation, um, from waterworks and other parts of engineering, not just the streets team, to do this. But we have a lot of staff that are out there manually shoveling yeah. curb ramps yeah. and areas around bus stops. And so you think, wow, what does that cost versus the cost of bringing on some specialized equipment that can do sidewalks, just like we have plows and just like we have some equipment that is specifically works well for the bike lanes. And we've seen that in, I lived in Ontario for nine years and they look like Zambonis and they cruise up and down the sidewalks and they're used regularly. I think that's maybe where the argument or the pushback might be is how often might we use something like that. But as you pointed out, more extreme weather is likely on the way with the impacts of climate change. Well, yeah, absolutely. And I think you need to look at what's going to change in our environment. So National Geographic sort of spoke, had a great article about a 2017 study that National Geoscience did, and it um, spoke to the link between warmer Arctic temperatures and colder North American winters. So I think it's sort of well accepted that we can expect to see harsher winters. We need to prepare for that. We also have a growing seniors population Mm -hmm. um, here in the city of Vancouver. These are people that are vulnerable to slipping and sliding, and the impact of fall can be really serious. Um, You think about the economics I mentioned of city staff shoveling versus using machines. Um, And then there's the economic cost in the city of people that can't get to work. Um, you know, so what's what's the sort of the productivity aspect there? So um, I do think that uh, we need to take a look at it and, and add the pedestrian part into the mix to make sure we're taking care of everybody. And from an equity perspective, it's often people that um, have less means or don't have the same incomes that are that are walking that, you know, they maybe have to get to work or they don't have other modes of transit. Um, or they have to just get to transit. We suggest that people take transit. So I, I think there's a lot of reasons why we should uh, revisit our snow protocol. And where are we at with regard to the motion that you're putting forward? So I'm going to say the council has a process where you submit a notice of motion. I'll do that at the council meeting next week, and then it will be heard at our council meeting in February. We're with Sarah Kirby-Young, who's Vancouver City Councillor, and we're obviously talking about snow response here. I'm very surprised to learn that dealing with snow was reduced in a budget that we just saw tabled? In lieu of what? Uh, Well, there were no reductions made on our climate change and emergency response. There were no reductions made in things uh, in a number of other social priority areas. And I think that's the tension that this council has um, between what is, you know, what is in scope or is it, it, from my perspective, do we have to figure out what does it cost to deliver all the core responsibilities that a city has first and then what else can we do on top of that and we're doing a lot more on top of we see increasing social challenges in the city but what we're sacrificing and compromising on is the basic services amen to that i just found the new app to report those basic service repairs that are needed um, and it's helping if more people knew how to sort of start the first dominoes falling when you do have like the broken tripping hazard sidewalk or that portion of road that is constantly a massive puddle and and maybe causing accidents or things that you see like the overflowing garbage cans the things that we try and report we do it on twitter but there's a better way to do this and maybe have a city response to that 
that's what we're we're hoping to focus on here. Am I reading you right? Uh, 100%. I mean, I, I drove uh, the other day, a couple of days ago, and I just it was bumpy, 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 and potholes on the road. We're seeing the water main work for more than 100-year-old sewer replacements and things that have to happen. So um, council and staff need to hear it. So the more you can report it, if you have major potholes that are making your road unsafe on your street, report them. If you're seeing um, decaying infrastructure, report it. Um, and I think it's really important that everybody hears that voice from residents that said this is important to us because I think that our infrastructure is old and it's starting to fail. Um, and it's going to it becomes more and more costly the longer we leave it to upgrade it and to replace it. And if you don't report it, you can't expect that it's going to be fixed. And I've found that while complaining about it to a group of friends is one thing and maybe feels good in the moment, actually seeing it repaired feels really good. So taking the two minutes to go, whether it's online to the city of Vancouver's website or calling 311 or using the app to report it, take a picture, know the address, be be prepared to just put, to, to give that information to a city worker. And it really does help, right? It, it absolutely does. And, you know, we have great staff. If they if they know and it's reported to them, they'll, they'll respond. So I, I think they, people need to hear it from residents, and this council needs to drive that too and say, no, this is what we need to be doing as a city. This is our job. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get to it. Let's get to work. Good luck with your motion going forward at council next week, Sarah. Appreciate your time today. Thank you, Jody. Stay safe in the snow.